and it's just making sure that there's no judgment in that because no one's perfect. One of, one of my mottos is perfection's overrated. Hi there, it's Martin, back from my next episode of Positive Differences, and I'm joined today by a previous Slim and World Man of the Year, Adam Redshaw, who was a Slim and World consultant. Hi, Adam, how are you doing? Hello, I'm good, thank you, Martin. Um, obviously, the, the, the show is Positive Differences, and I suppose I'm trying to interview people who are helping make a positive difference in people's lives. Would you say that fits your bill? Um, I would like to think so. Like losing weight definitely helps people feel more positive. So yeah, I'd like to think so. Um, you you must be a pretty good motivator of people, then Adam, because I, I, everyone knows they should be their the right weight and they should eat healthy. But obviously, you face people who sometimes struggle with that. What 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 tricks or I don't know ways of motivating people have you learned over the years? I think it's just it's understanding and and knowing that not everybody is motivated all of the time and and it's just making sure that there's no judgment in that because no one's perfect one of one of my mottos is perfection's overrated it you know try aiming for perfection is one of the things that demotivates people um whereas just focusing on like one little change at a time trying to make that change more of a, a habit um just makes it a bit easier just breaks it right down so trying to get people to realize not to put too much pressure on a little bit of pressure is good but um not you know not aiming for perfection yeah i like that perfection's overrated and in in, in in what ways does that i suppose show itself in slimming world then is that, is that is that the person who just says right starting tomorrow salad and tomato every meal day and night that's it water tomato salad is that what you mean by people trying to do too much too quick yeah, it's just, you know, literally, like, I don't, personally, I don't like salad. So for me, for instance, if I was trying to be perfect, it would literally be like salad all the time. It would be cutting out any kind of treats, which then when you socialise or want to do something with the family and friends, it's like you then think, oh, well, I've got to go, I've got to order a salad at a restaurant or I've got to order a jack of potato. There's only so many jack of potatoes you can have before you get bored. Um, so you know, or a night out, and if you want to be social and, and have a drink, like again, if you're trying to be perfect, you might think that that's not possible, and then it's just a it's an awful circle to get into <clears throat> because then you you try for, for perfection, you then fail, you then feel like a failure, and then that again demotivates you, and you just end up getting worse and worse, really. So that's that's interesting, and so you're almost saying just accept straight off the bat that it's not going to go as well as you might wish but as yeah. long as it's going well enough is is, is, mm. is that the message there then? we're not robots basically like we're not gonna we just can't be i don't know anybody who's perfect <clears throat> they might put a perfect front up on social media and everything but that that's not real life is it so you know and that's where Personally, I do share my struggles with me members so that they understand that actually you don't have to be perfect to to get to target. You don't have to be perfect to lose weight. You've, you more than likely need to understand your mindset more than anything else because we know what to do. We know what to eat. We know to, you know, move more and, and eat healthily. 
So it's more the mindset that we try to help members look into, um, not just the, the food and drink. Yeah, you're right there, because everyone everyone knows when they're eating their second tube of Pringles that you shouldn't be eating that second tube of Pringles. But understanding why you got it out of the cupboard in the first place, why you thought it was a good idea to start the second tube, that, 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 that is just all, it's all mindset, isn't it? It can't be anything else. Because that person knows. It's, it's, it's not that there's any mystery to what they should and shouldn't be doing. Is, is that the biggest challenge then? Do, do you find pretty much everybody does know I think a lot, like a lot of the times, we know, you know, that I think most of the time I know that I'm going to the cupboard and, and getting that, or I know I'm putting it in my shopping. The biggest challenge, I think, is finding out why you, you made that choice. And even not just the point of, you know, I think a lot of the time we can easily go down the route of, oh, well, I was stressed that day, and that's why I chose that, and that's why I bought that. But it, it's almost trying to get, for instance, me members to think about why they were stressed that day, what led to that feeling, what led to that event. So it's not just, I, ch I chose the Pringles and I shouldn't have. It's like, well, actually, why did we choose them? What were you feeling? You know, did you go to the shop when you were hungry? Did you go to the shop when you were stressed? Just why did it happen? So I've asked, I'll ask a lot of my members why they've done things or why they're going to do stuff. Because um, that's getting into the psychological stuff that we help with in in, in business we help we we, we have a, a system with our clients when they will say something like i don't know we sales were down this year this this month and we'll say why and they go well the sales people didn't sell enough stuff and we go why um because they're not very good at selling why oh well actually i've never given them any training oh well there's your answer then it's you don't need to just pay them more commission, train them better. And it, you, we call it the five whys. It's not us, it's a, it's a well-known thing. Is, 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 is that kind of what you do then, Adam? It's like, well, well, I know why I didn't lose weight. I ate Pringles. Okay, why did you eat Pringles? Well, it, it's it's always about something else. And it sounds like you're then more of a life coach than than a, than, than a, than a weight consultant. Would, would you say there's an element to that? I suppose. I try and just focus on the fact I'm a weight loss consultant. But it probably does like filter into other things. But I just I always think that if you haven't discovered why you've done something, you're gonna keep doing it again and again and again. And obviously trying to lose weight, we're we're trying to break habits, sometimes habits of a, a lifetime. Um, you know, years and years of doing that same thing where the brain just automatically does it, it doesn't think about anything. Whereas if we can figure out why it made that choice, then we can retrain it so that it stops making that choice or it makes a different choice. Because it isn't also about giving the Pringles up, for instance. It, it might just be about learning how to control that choice or learning how to, you know, kind of control when you have them type thing. Because I'm a firm believer not to give anything up. <laughs> What's the thing that you just can't give up then, Adam? Um, oh. Well, if I'm socialising, it would be gin. I do love me gin. Um, and then a chocolate, like chocolate sweets. So that's always been my, I can, meal-wise, I can always be quite healthily. That, that's never bothered us. But the in-betweens, on a night time, you know, chocolate and sweets. And, 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 and were you drinking gin and eating chocolate when you lost your 10 stone then, Adam? Or, 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 I was, definitely. 
so 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 that well we I'm glad that was the answer otherwise we would have bust my whole line of thought there. Um, so there's probably people out there thinking, well, I would love to lose weight, but I just I just can't give up the gym. Which seems to be all the rage these days, and I, and I've got to have that bar of chocolate a couple of times a week or whatever. Um, so you can't you can still do it. And with those, so how do you balance that against other things then? Because uh, obviously there's only so much you can eat in a day. Does that mean you've got to have salad the rest of the day, or do you still just manage to have decent bait? You know. So that that's the the brilliant thing with Slim and World is the fact that the it's literally three easy steps. So the gin and the chocolate and that kind of thing is just one of the three steps of the plan that Slim and World have. So they they fit in. They are controlled because you, you if you're going to lose weight, you have to have less calories. We all know that. Everyone knows that. Um. So it's not that I can go and eat twenty bars of chocolate and still expect to lose weight. I can't. That's what I did when I was 25 stone, um, but not what I can do now. But I can still have, you know, a bit of chocolate every day. I can still have a, a gin or a couple of gins every day. Um, you know, I can still have takeaways every so often. It's just changing that choice of the takeaway. It's changing the choice of the alcohol. So before losing the weight, it might have been maybe more of the, the alcopops and that kind of thing. Whereas losing the weight, I still had the odd alcohol, but it was mainly gin, vodka, that kind of, the spirit-based drinks. And then I still have chocolate in that now, but again, it's just, you know, don't, I don't go and buy multi-packs, for instance. Just buy that, that one for that day. And then if I want another one the next day, I'll go and buy another one. Um, so just fitting it in and thinking about, like, when I want it. So I know it's the evenings. It always was before I started Summon World. It was the evenings when I'd be in the house, sat there, front of the telly, the gin or chocolate or takeaway. Something would come out of the cupboard. I'd never sit there with nothing, ever. Um, so now I still sit there with food or with drink, but it's just what I've chosen is maybe a little bit different or I've controlled the amount of what I've chosen because I'm so full of all of the other food that I eat. I can't really fit in 20 chocolate bars anymore. Uh, yeah, it's hard to have 20 chocolate bars after you've had eight chocolate potatoes, isn't it? Exactly. I'm getting, I'm like after I've had all, yeah, like after I've had all my pasta bakes and um or like full English breakfasts and burger and chips and all this kind of stuff, obviously made the Simon World way. Um I can't really fit in too many chocolates and stuff like that. So that you 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 mentioned something before about the, the the chocolate bars and just buy one chocolate bar that you can only then eat one chocolate bar, and and actually what 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 you're doing there is you you you're kind of demonstrating a, a trick that I read about first in a book called Atomic Habits, and I know I've I know I've mentioned this to some people who are trying to lose weight as well, and I, I found it quite useful because it talks about. The, the, the thing you did that you wish you hadn't is just the end result. It's, it's normally the third or fourth step in a chain of things. Um, but a simple one here is just don't buy as much chocolate. So that's a habit you change at the supermarket or when you're doing your online order. It's not a, it's, it, it makes it easier to then change the eating habit because it's just not there. Is it, do, you, do, you, do you look at things like that about, well, breaking down when 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 the thing first went wrong rather than when you sat yeah. and ate all the Pringles? I mean, that's that's what I would, like, along with why did we choose that? 
it's like when does that first moment start when it then because for a lot of people who want to lose weight it's something happens and then it spirals out of control because we do feel we can feel guilty about it we can feel like a failure for making that one choice so then that one choice becomes a second third fourth fifth so it's trying to figure out what the first choice was that sent you that gave you that feeling why we made the first choice um and then can we change can we either change the choice or sometimes i think about can we change the situation so the shopping that it's easier to change me shopping than it would be to change having stuff in the house and dealing with temptations 24 hours a day so you know say when the kids visit is it a weekend and know not to have too much you know junk in the cupboards and that because i can get quite stressed with the kids so um i try not to have stuff at the weekend too much in available because once i start it could escalate so it starts at the shopping i always tell me members as well in my new member talk it starts at your shopping we need to change what we're putting in the trolley or think about why we're putting it in the trolley and then that's going to impact the whole week if it, it, there's two things that are going to impact that, presumably, Adam, first of all, don't shop while you're hungry, which sounds like such an obvious thing to not do. But, you know, if you've had a long day at work, you run around, you're ragged and you haven't eaten all day, that's not when you then decide what you're going to buy for that evening's meal because you'll, you'll you'll let the immediate kind of feelings it's control an, it's what It's an do. obvious choice. And it's just because we're subconscious, we'll go back to, we're subconscious is like 90% of our brain. So if you if you've always bought something um when you're hungry, your subconscious will just make you buy that same thing again and again and again. It's really hard to retrain that. So one of the things is don't shop when you're hungry. Um and that's it's is obvious, but people do it because they either haven't got time to do it at a different time, or they have been at work all day, or maybe they've just forgotten to go shopping because life is was so busy and, and hectic. Or maybe they've run in for like a top-off item, but the, it's for the meal they're cooking tonight, so they're hungry because they haven't ate yet because they've run in for a top-off item and then the crunchy gets added on or, you know. Yeah, oh, I need some vegetable stock. I'll live in, ooh, while I'm at the till, yeah, a crunchy and a pack of crisps. Because all that rubbish is at the tills as well, like a lot of the rubbish. And you're standing at the tills waiting to be served and put your stuff on and everything. So it's so easy for you to get distracted and for you to think, oh, well, that one won't hurt, then it's fine. And the one won't. But if you're in that wrong mindset and stuff, the one can become a second and third and and so on. So and I know, and, and I know from um I suppose full disclosure, I go to Adam's group and Adam's helped me lose a lot of weight, which is why I thought this would be useful for people. Um but what 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 a couple of things you've you have mentioned there, I think are just worth touching on. Um and, 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 and the, the first thing is about letting things snowball. You mentioned there, well, that's oh, just one crunchy. What does it matter? It, which, which, which leads me to think of two things. Because I, I, I know when, when, when we hear people who've had a bad week, they say, well, you know, what happened was it was, it was, it was our anniversary on the Wednesday, so we had a takeaway and then we had more than we should have done. We drank the whole bottle of wine and that was it. So Thursday, the week was a write-off. Do, do you get that a lot? It, it it feels like it happens a lot where people go, well, I tripped over and then I just kept falling. That was it. I couldn't stop. It's probably the like one of the most common things that I hear anyway. And I think that 
in groups that I attend as well, because I go to a group as a member myself as well. Um, so it, it is something that's said quite a lot. And that's the biggest, I think it's the biggest challenge, but it's because of the type of people that we are. We're, it's not just a case of we need to eat less and move more. We're, we've gotten to the weights that we were because we had major issues with food and drink. It, you know, it wasn't just we chose necessarily to overeat or we chose to be a couch potato. It was circumstances that led to those things. And then it just became a habit and habits are not easy to break. Habits take yeah. time. It, you know, it's, that's where it's not a quick fix. It's, it's about breaking down those habits week by week by week. Um, and, you know, even months, even years, I'm, I'm sure that I've still got habits that I haven't broken fully, but I control a lot more things now rather than having them control me, if that makes sense. Adam, you mentioned there about habits are very hard to break, which of course they are. Is is that why you advocate this idea of well, well, start easy, make the small changes, so so you can let let that settle in for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, and then kind of gradually adapt. Because the, the the way it works is, I'm sure all dieting works like this. Is the idea is you meant to do something gradually over time, aren't you? If 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 you drop like a stone so. in two weeks it's very unlikely that you've changed any long-term habits there, isn't it? Well, we could all, like, we could all drop weight really quick. You know, if I gave up chocolate and crisps and alcohol and all of that other stuff, if I gave it all up and lived on salad and stuck with that, I would lose weight really, really quick. But I, that's not sustainable. So that's not something I could see myself doing in six months or a year. Whereas making smaller changes allows you to still have the chocolate and, and whatever it is that you want to have, but just in a more controlled way. And it's much easier to focus on one thing. Like in, in our pack, there is a page that has 10 steps to um, terrific results, 10 essential steps to losing weight. I never, ever say to somebody, you need to do all those 10 steps now. Mm -hmm. I always say to people, just choose one, focus on that. Once you've got that down, you know, once you feel like it's a, it's, a habit like it's normal for you to do that you're doing it without even thinking then move on to another one and what you end up finding is a lot of people when they're changing one thing it does kind of it filters down into a lot of others other changes anyway because you're focusing on one it's then almost easier when it filters into other things it's almost easier like they they change naturally as well because yes. you're not focusing on 10 different things it's easier for your brain, easier for your subconscious to to help out rather than your subconscious battle against you, um, which is another challenge. In in, in any kind of um, plan, which which this is a it's a weight loss plan, isn't it? But we could be talking to a business owner here who's talking about a profit improvement plan or a takeover plan or anything. That one of the key things is is in measuring whether you're actually succeeding or not, and most people probably understand that you come to a, 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 um, a session and you get weighed and you have a weekly check-in but there's a, the, the, there are other ways and other things you should count as well though on Adam to make this easier so you mentioned before about well it's only a crunchy who cares but it kind of doesn't matter if it's one crunchy and you count that fact that you had it do, do, do you find that a lot of people just don't track what they're having so they've got nothing to reference back to then say but I don't really know what happened. 
if you, yeah, if you I think kept the, a proper plan, you would know, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think when you track things, it, it allows you not just to know exactly what you've had, but it also allows you to look back and, th- and think about why you had that. Like, I, I might know that I had a, I don't know, a kebab one week, but when did I have it? How was I feeling when I had that? What led us to have that? I'm not going to be able to think of that if I don't remember specifically when I had it. So if if a weight loss isn't quite happening or if we're not losing weight that we want to lose, tracking things is one of the tools that we're, that we use and especially for like new members people who are just starting would do really ask them to track everything the first four weeks because it's it just helps you understand what you're doing it helps you learn you know if you've never done healthy eating before some people have never tried anything before so if you're going to try something new writing things down is going to help you learn it it's going to help you understand it it's going to help us help you you know it's going to help us help you in certain ways because we'll know what you what you need. We'll know what you've struggled with. We'll know what direction to go with what to help with. So tracking things definitely um, not forever. Well, like I would I wouldn't want to write something down forever for the rest of my life. But if I'm ever struggling, writing things down is definitely one of the one of the tools. It, 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 but you, but you literally call it a food diary, don't you? And, and, yeah, well, we've got and, the paper one, so we do like paper yeah. ones, which is a food diary, and it really is about tracking everything, food and fluid, everything, loads of detail. Um, and then we'll also have the the app and the website as well, where if people want to do it that way, if you maybe a bit more technical, I suppose, um, you can use the app and the website. Um, we do journals as well, which where members can track it every day for a 12 week period. Um, and that the journal ones, they also ask all of the the why questions, you know, why are we doing that? What protectors are you going to put in place? What could you change? What could you do differently? What are you proud of as well, though? So not just focusing on what you might need to change, but also a lot of the time focusing on what you what you've done that was that you're proud of. That you want to keep doing because you need to celebrate the, the the changes that you've made to like keep them going while you try and change the the ones that aren't quite there yet so yeah yeah because it, keeping that records not just about battering you to 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 see where it went wrong it it, it also illustrates the things that went well doesn't it definitely because um, that's could... where guilt can come in if we only focus on well we shouldn't have had that kebab and like blah 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 it's too negative. It's that we need to focus on, right, we made that choice, but we can change that one. But look at what we've done, which was brilliant. You know, we've, we've gone for more activity this week. We've um, had less of the chocolate this week or we've controlled that this week. So... You mentioned you mentioned before as well um, about, about the importance of planning. Because if you know when you have a kebab and it's every Thursday night at poker night, or oh, I don't know, what whatever it is, don't then have you know. I, I suppose watch what you're eating on the rest of that day, to allow yourself the buffer to get that kebab in. Yeah, like if I know I'm going to have a like, it would usually be well, I have a Chinese pretty much every Friday night, either Thursday or Friday night, um, and because I know I'm going to have that, I, I already know what my choice is. It's beef with mushrooms, boiled rice, um, and I do get prawn crackers as well. Um, the rest of that day is, well, even the takeaway, it's all spot on because it all fits into the Simmonwell plan. But because I know I'm going to have that takeaway, 
you know, I'll decide what I'm going to have for breakfast that day. I'll decide what I'm going to have for my dinner that day. And it will overall, it'll just be a really healthy choice. But it, it won't be salad and veg. Because when we say healthy choice, a lot of people think, right, he's just going to have fruit and veg then all day long and then have a takeaway on a night time. I'm not. I'm still going to have something like a bacon sandwich in the morning. I'm still going to have a pasta bake for dinner or something. And then I'm going to have the takeaway. And I'm still going to snack in between if I want to. But knowing that I'm going to have that takeaway in the night time, I'm going to choose maybe different snacks and stuff that day than I would another day of the week. So definitely knowing, planning it in. I'm, I'm not a massive planner. I, I, I don't plan entire weeks and I don't plan entire months. But I do try and plan the next one or two days just with what I'm going to have meal-wise. And then my snacks are just kind of automatic choices based on what I'm going to have in the meals. What, what, one thing that people might be surprised at then, Adam, list, listening to you now, um, you know, you're talking about having the Chinese takeaway on the, on the Friday night, but you'll still have a bacon sandwich in the morning, you'll still have a pasta bake. And you mentioned before about you still have your burger and chips and, th- and your full English. People are probably thinking, well, this doesn't sound like a diet at all. What the hell's going on? But is is there an important point here? Because one thing people might not have picked up there is when you said the Chinese, you said with boiled rice instead of fried rice. And there there are loads of little tiny ways you can make this easier while still pretty much eating what you thought you were, what you always wanted anyway, isn't there? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's just a load of small changes. Like bacon sandwich, I would take the fat off the bacon. Um, I would grill it or um, dry fry it in the pan. Um, I know that a lot of members use like fry light. I use it sometimes, but you don't have to. Like, I, I just dry fry a lot of my stuff. Um, my pasta bake would be dried pasta instead of fresh. Um, I'd make the sauces from scratch. I would use seasonings and things. If it needed cream or whatever, I would be using things like fat-free natural yogurt and you know, season that up. Um, I'd be measuring the bit of cheese out rather than just whacking on a whole bag of grated. Um, you know, things like that. So me snacking in between might be a little bit more fruit rather than it being, I don't know, extra slices of bread or or things like that, or chocolate or whatever. You know, that day I'm not going to have chocolate because I'm I'm going to have the the takeaway in the night time. Um, and I might even get fried rice with that takeaway in the night time. But again, I'll know how it all fits in and whether I want to allow that little bit extra getting fried rice instead of boiled. But obviously, to make it even healthier, you would swap to boiled. Um, but that's the that's the freedom, I suppose, of of the Simon World plan. Anything you can eat anything with just a couple of little changes. We're we're trying to get rid of not all of the fats because obviously there is healthy fats for it. But we're getting rid of a lot of the fats, oils, creams, butters, because they add a ton of calories to to meals. They add a ton of calories to food, but the portion doesn't get any bigger. Whereas if we can take some of that stuff out, we can have the same portion size we've always had, but we've still dropped the calories. And that that's why I love it, because I can have that big pasta bake, but because I'm using dried pasta, because I'm measuring the cheese instead of sticking a whole bag on, because I've made the sauce from scratch it's dropped the calories massively and that's meant I've still been able to have the big plate. I don't use small plates. I still use big plates. So 
Yeah, yeah, I'm still a big plate kind of guy, and I still eat a lot of food to be honest. Um, which 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 I do still like struggle with. Sometimes I think this 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 can't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. I still have fairly large portions, you know. Even though I've had the training and everything, I still have times where I think, like, I can't believe that I can still actually eat all this and lose weight. It it just even and that's with training. That's with knowing about the the calories and knowing about how different foods fill you for different times and all of that kind of stuff so yeah well it's, it's good to know that you still find it all still a little bit mystical because uh, yeah and this isn't an advert for slimming world by the way feel free to reach out to adam if you're in um like a heat or jasmine he'll, he'll gladly look after you or that you can lose weight any way you want of course this, you know this what i always say that adam, every but... like every weight loss plan works like, but obviously, I'm gonna love Slimming World, um, but every plan works. If somebody wants to calorie count, that's their choice, um, and if it works for them, that's brilliant. So, if someone wants to do Weight Watchers or any of the other ones, again, it's it's absolutely their choice. I've tried a lot of that stuff, and it just for me, it there wasn't enough freedom. Um, where Slimming World gave us that freedom, so but if it works for you, do it. And that's the other thing I love. There, there shouldn't be any judgment about how somebody loses the weight it should just be a celebration of the fact that they've lost weight they've changed habits you know who cares how they've done it as long as it's been healthy and you know the the doctors are saying that they're, they're now healthy after the weight loss then it was a brilliant plan to follow so what well, you, you you mentioned something adam about um it should just be a celebration and i know i know I would imagine pretty much every method you choose has their own way of recognizing. But one, one, one thing that um, still tickles me a little bit is if you're on the call or you're in the room and, and, and it's like, oh, Martin's hit, you know, another milestone. Everyone's, you know, everyone's right behind, aren't they? Do, do, yeah. you, do you think, I, I know the answer, so I don't want to lead it, but it, it's easier to do this in a group, isn't it? It's easier 100%. to do it with support. It doesn't have to be a group in Slimming World, you know, meeting at the local, you know, social club. Or it could be anything, but that getting the right support behind is critical here as well, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you do need you you do need a bit of a cheerleading squad. Personally, I think you, if you're doing it on your own, it's just no matter what plan you're following. If you're doing it on your own, it's so easy for the one thing to become a second, third, and fourth. It's so easy for you to stay. In that negative mindset um or for you to stay kind of demotivated whereas if you've got that backup you know you, you get inspired by hearing somebody who's losing weight you get inspired by somebody who maybe have has become more active that week or you get inspired from um seeing people getting award the weight loss awards you get inspired from someone who's tried a new recipe you know it's, it, there's loads of different ways that you can get inspired and motivated in in a group situation that you're kind of getting a little bit from from everybody you're getting a different type of motivation or a different type of inspiration so whatever way you get motivated you'll find it in a group situation so yeah because yeah. so, so, some some of the things um some some examples of that i suppose one big example is i don't know there's so many ways you could use cauliflower you like literally make anything you want out of cauliflower, which 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 I just thought it was the little pale looking thing on the side of a Sunday dinner that was there because presumably it was on special. I don't know, but 
you know, grow, growing up, cauliflower was it, but now you can just make bloody anything you want out of cauliflower, can't you? And you, you only learn that once you're into that kind of, I'm not saying everyone go out here and eat cauliflower pizza bases. If, if you don't want to, don't, but there, there are loads of things that you only pick up by being in that group because there's more people trying it. There's more people at it. Well, when you, when you hear somebody talk about a, a recipe or whatever they've done, whether it was a cauliflower-based pizza or um, anything like that, you, you're more likely to try it if you've heard it from someone who's tried it before you and if they've enjoyed it. You know, it's like I, I could be a Simwell consultant, but if I didn't enjoy the plan, if I didn't love Simwell, nobody would want to join because you're not, you don't feel it from the person who's doing it. Whereas when you love what you've ate, you know, like... I'm loving the pinch of numb books at the moment. So a lot of my members seem to be loving their recipes at the minute. And it's not just because I'm using some of their recipes, but if I'm talking about that, it tends to get the members talking about it a little bit more. Um, you know, if a member mentions that they've found a new product in the shop and they've, they've tried that this week and they've loved it and what they've made with it, and you too find the shops then sell out of it. I remember when Weight Watchers Wraps first came out, um, you just couldn't find them anyway because members had come up with like fake pasties and um, pizzas using them as a base and all this kind of stuff and you just could never find them anyway so that's the that's yeah. the power of group support it, you try a lot of different things I've tried foods I would never touch um, because of being in a group not because of necessarily Slimming World but just because of being in a group Peace pudding, yeah. never liked yeah. peas pudding but um because of group i do like making pastry with peas pudding now so pastry with peas pudding i haven't yeah. seen that i have seen um i saw something the other day someone made a, a sausage roll using wholemeal bread mm -hmm. then just cut the crust off wrapped it around some mince and just lashed a bit of egg on i've got to say it looked pretty good mind you and why, why would it not be most people like toast after all you know why why would it be any worse um Adam, when, when, because you, you seem like a fairly chipper kind of lad, you know, you, but, but I'm sure there's been times where you've just thought, I just, I can't, I can't be bothered. What, I mean, what's been your most challenging time then? There's been a few. Um, it's just, I mean, this, obviously this last 18, 18 months of the pandemic and everything. So it's, it's, no, it's um, been like seven and a half years now, isn't it? It's, it's like, since lockdown starts, it's surely right, nearly it 10 like years. It, it definitely feels like it. Um, March 2020 was the start of it. Um, and it's what, it's August 2021 now. So, yeah, yeah, no, no, but that's, it's definitely been a challenge that just even just to try and stay positive, not necessarily just weight loss and things, but just to try. I'm a, I'm a firm believer that I need to be positive for me members. Like, even if I'm not feeling it 100% if I'm not, you know, my normal bubbly self. Um, and I'll let the members know, like the members know when I'm struggling, but I'll still make sure that I'm being positive in some way, shape or form um, because we all struggle. So I like them to know that I'm normal like them, um, but also that actually if you can just try and find that little bit of pos positivity, it can help you kind of get out of the out of you know um the awful time that you're in um so the pandemic's been quite difficult um and then before that it was what september 2019 um i was in a hospital um and it turned out that my diabetes wasn't type 2 it was actually type 1 
but for years the they'd said it was type two. Still don't understand how that can switch because we were always told it can't switch. You know, one or the other. Um, so that was a whole other adjustment. You know, I'd lost all my weight as a type two diabetic, whereas now I have to carb count alongside whatever healthy plan I followed. So I've got a carb count along with Slimming World. Um, and I can be a bit rebellious when I'm told what to do. Slimming World's never said, do this, do that. It's like, yeah, it's the three steps. It's up to you. You're an adult. You know, we'll give you recommendations, but it's up to you, you're an adult. Whereas something like diabetes, all of the diabetes team, it's like, you must do this. You must carb count. You must weigh out that. You must. And I, I just hear the word you have to, and then I'm like, I don't want to though. So yeah, yeah. that was a big um, challenge. I think I think a lot of people um, resist authority mm. in, in any way possible, don't they? I, I don't know if we see it all as our little act of rebellion or something like that. Uh, do, do, do you find, Adam, that it's, it's, it's tricky putting that game face on then sometimes when you go into a group? Because you've got, you've got 20, 30, 40, however many people in a room looking to you to inspire how, how how do you strike that balance then when 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 you really had a kind of struggle to get that game face on sometimes i think it's naturally there'll be because you're in a group there'll naturally be members that are probably feeling you know down and upset and, and not happy with what they've achieved or not happy with the result then you also have members there that are you know over the moon they're excited the the you know just losing weight and loving life so it's kind of those members that are losing weight and having fun and, and loving life, they bring me back up anyway. So it's kind of, it's it's not even a game face. It's just once I'm in there and they we're together, it's just, I can't, I can't stay upset. I can't stay angry or, or demotivated. It's just, it's impossible. I've never been to any similar group where I've sat there and then by the end thought, well, that was a waste of time. I don't feel, I don't want to do it anymore. Like I've always left thinking right now, that's a fresh start. I feel better. I'm excited again. I want to do this. I want to try that. I want to do that recipe. I need to go and buy this. Um, so I think it's just having that, the group again, the, the different people. When I'm, when someone in the room's upset and that, I can totally relate because I'm either feeling that way myself at that time or I have felt that way. Um, so then the same as when someone's feeling excited, I've either feel that way or I've felt that way. So it losing weight, that kind of journey, it is like a roller coaster. Um, but that's where, again, I'm a firm believer that we need a group because you you need the people who are riding the roller coaster like at the, at the brilliant points. You need them there to bring you back up to to feel motivated and inspired that's that's interesting because um i've i've always found in 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 my day job i advise businesses um and, and and if you have a meeting with someone who's massively infused about what they're up to it's hard not to get caught up in that but it's not false it's genuine you know if you're having a bit of a slow day but you come away from a meeting where someone's just really got you like egged on it's it it, it does lift you so it's that's contagious. Yeah. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you know, you you kind of want some of that. You want what they're having. Sometimes I'll joke on and say, like, I need to drink what you're drinking, or I need to eat what you're eating, because there must be something in it. Um, yeah. But it's it is it's it's contagious, and 
that that's again one of the reasons why I, I love the Simon World plan and the Simon World groups because I've I've always got that from any group that I've gone to. That's why I still go as a member as well. So what's the um when Harry met Sally moment, isn't it, where the old woman in the restaurant says, I'll have what she's having after yeah. that famous scene. Yeah, yeah. Okay then. I, I, I'm I'm conscious I've opened the crack in the door there now and you're probably going to step two footed right into it. Because I know, I know, I know you like to bring a bit of humour and a bit of smut into your meetings, Adam. Me but, never. I don't bring that kind of thing <laughs> in at all. <laughs> what? Um, just outside of Slimming World and outside of you know weight loss, because positivity and positive differences can come in anywhere in any shape. Who, who, who? Apart from group, who gives you a lift? Have you got someone that? I don't know, you mentioned the kids come around there. It's the nieces or nephews, isn't it? And, and, you know, that, I mean, I, I love challenges. the kids. I love the kids. But I'm so glad I don't have children. Um, as all of my members know, you know, it's like my members can bring children to the meetings, but thank God they take them home. Um, so, no, I do love them when they come for a very short space of time. Um, so they lift us up a little bit if I'm needing it. Um, but I would I would say it's me, mum and dad more than anything. Like they they've just always supported us, they've always helped us. Um and just knowing that literally they, they've got me back with everything. Um the brother's canny as well, although very annoying. Um, but I know that he's always got me back no matter what. Um and then just it's it probably sounds a bit silly, but just I don't have like super close friends or anything I've just got a load of friends um but that's kind of what I like like I I, I don't like I don't like to have just one or two like best friends that you spend loads of time with and contact loads um but I know I've got a load of friends that literally if I put a message out there they would come and help they would come and support us they would do stuff like when I was in hospital in the September there was a, quite a few of me me Pokemon um, buddies, because I, I, I play Pokemon and we've got a whole community. Um, some of them visited us in hospital and brought us in like gift baskets and stuff. Um, it's not just because there's a legendary in the, in the, exactly. in the corridor. And that, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Honestly, oh, okay, so Adam, um, while I'm here, while I'm here. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't catch anything, sadly. Um, <laughs> but no. Uh, but it, like, you know, again, the Simon World members as well, a lot of them came and visited us and so, and it's nice getting messages on Facebook and that, but when they physically come and saw us, you know, that's yeah. that kind of, they can pick you up. So, you know, I, I do go out a lot um, at the weekends and I do, we have messenger chats um, with me, like with me Pokemon friends um, and that, it just, that's me escape. That's, you know, if I am feeling down or anything, just switch a bit of Pokemon on and go out and, yeah, so there's probably a lot of people out there have no idea what you're talking about here, but but basically it's a it's it's a game you play on your phone where it encourages you to walk, doesn't it? It's like twenty five years old, Pokemon. Oh it's, no, Pokemon. Yeah, no, no. Everyone's probably knows who Pikachu is, and you should, you should. And I, I, um, actually, I, I'm a big fan of the film. I thought the film was pretty good. Um, I, I remember I really being in the cinema it. that first film. I cried my eyes out at one point. That it's like, I'm not I'll not spoil it in case anyone hasn't saw it, but I did cry my eyes out at that first film. So I think I was only like the emotional, the emotional um, tear wrencher Pokemon. Yeah. It really was. Um, really was. Okay, kind of joking a little bit here, Nan. But 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 obviously what you eat is only part of the battle, isn't it? Your, your yeah. mindset is another part. 
but exercise and motion movement mm -hmm. now it doesn't have to be 30 minutes of like hardcore fast intensity training at the gym before breakfast does it definitely it, not like if it, people already do that then brilliant that take me hat up to them it, yeah. but especially when i was 25 stone i, I was never going to go to the gym i wasn't going to go for massive you know marathons and i wasn't even going to train for one of them it just felt impossible so it would just be taking the stairs instead of the lift it would be getting the bus instead of getting a taxi getting off a bus stop early just any like our, our activity plan really is would just say to members if we can move that a little bit more than we previously did so if you currently do nothing it might even be that you just stand up off your couch and have a little bit of a dance around in the front room with a music video on the, the TV. It's like three or four minutes, quick little dance. Have a little dance around in the kitchen when you're cooking. Um, or even just walk in the kitchen as you're cooking when you're waiting for that microwave to ping. Um, <laughs> just walk back in front. If it's more than you did yesterday, if it's more than you did yesterday, then that's that's the stepping, that, you know, that's your stepping stone to being more active. So, and that's what, Pokemon helped me with a little bit because obviously the, the game on the phone is that you go out and you wander around and find Pokemon. So that kind of makes it even easier to walk because you, you're unaware of how far you're kind of going or how long. I kind of lose track of time and, and distance and things when I'm doing something. Whereas if I just go for a walk without any kind of plan. Yeah, a walk I mean, for the sake of a walk is, new, is just... Well, yeah. I'll be like, I've had enough, let's go home. Whereas if I'm yeah. doing something, I forget how long I've been out for. So I mentioned my, my wife was, was saying, obviously when the kids weren't at school, she wasn't doing the school runs, the shopping was getting delivered, she wasn't nipping all over doing things all day, you know? And um, I said, well, you can just go for a walk. And then she went, why would I go for a walk just for the sake of a walk? And I was like, well, I, I get you. I mean, I do, I just, I just go for a walk or just listen to a podcast or something. But to be fair, to a lot of people, that just sounds like horrible, doesn't it? Um, yeah. And you just need a distraction. So I'm, I'm sure I've heard you say you've done something like six mile around Salt Road Park. And it's a big park, but you must have done like four laps and crossed it three times to get that kind of mileage, have you? I mean, that's it, Salt Road Park. <clears throat> Luckily, I live like five minutes away from the place, so it's on my doorstep. But again, if I just went to Salt Road Park for a walk, I'd probably do one lap and, and come back, which is still great. It's a it's a brilliant park. But if I'm going there and I'm playing Pokemon, or if I was listening to a podcast, I'm going to walk much further. I'll do lap after lap after lap um, because I'm my mind's occupied. I'm not thinking about, God, I'm getting too tired now, or my legs are hurting now, or I've had enough, I'm bored. It, your mind is, is going. Um, so even if it is the podcast, that's still, it's something to occupy your brain with so yeah what about happened to that airplane adam the what the what the airplane the airplane used to be an airplane in saltwell park did they yeah if you oh wait, yeah when, when yeah, we that must kids, have been before my time that was the only airplane i'd ever been on for years yeah it was, um don't know how to explain it, but you're coming from the big, you know, the big main corner gate at the top. I'll say the top left, but that yeah, that's the one that sense. I use all the time. But, the, you know, the big main corner gate, you'd walk down the bank, the, mm. the, the pond is on your right, the big field would be on your left. There used to be an aeroplane on the corner of that field. I think it's like a, I don't know, like a swingy maple thing there now. 
There was literally uh, yeah, an aeroplane. There is like a swing thing. But yeah, and, it's and I mean just... an aeroplane, a full size aeroplane, like a proper full biff there aeroplane. You, you you just you walked up the back, walked down the plane, and walked off the front. I think the biggest and thing you... in that park now is that um, they've got that um, time bridge like structure. Um, it part of it. But no, no, this was no. this was a an actual full aeroplane. No idea why it was ever there. Or yeah, I would love to know. Um, yeah, if any if anyone knows the answer to that, I would I would love to know yeah. why it was there. It's probably more important than where it went, because it probably mm -hmm. got scrapped. But why the hell did anyone ever think we'll put an aeroplane? And, and and again, I'm I'm repeating yeah, full size aeroplane. I'll see if I can I'll see if I can Google that and see if anyone's got a picture and I'll uh, I'll try and put it on if I remember. But yeah, it was just baffling, absolutely baffling. Um. So so what what. Because people also, Adam, are probably thinking, well, there's a cost to Slim and World, there's a cost to Weight Watchers, there's a cost to most things. What can people do just to kind of like help themselves? And, and if we accept that a group where you get support is, is, is the preferred way, there must be ways that people can just start doing some basics at home on their own watch, is there? Yeah, I mean, there definitely is. So even just... Um... Even just like activity-wise, it just activity doesn't have to cost you anything. So going for the walking, um, you know, walk instead of getting the bus. Like you can definitely save money activity-wise. There's no need for a gym membership necessarily. Um, so you can do a lot of stuff at home as well. Like over the um lockdowns and everything, a lot of work were trying to get active using YouTube. So you can go on YouTube and find a ton of activity videos even walking ones it doesn't have to be activity ones as in you need dumbbells and treadmills and all this stuff it, you can use tins of beans in place of dumbbells bottles of pop like and again just follow the the instructions on the the youtube videos so that because most people have access to that um food wise i think it's just it's realizing that you don't have to buy all these expensive diet products they People spend loads of money on pills and potions, as we call them, because it, it, that's what it is. It's like you're spending money on on drinks and shakes and stuff like that, and they're normally not cheap. The money that you spend on that kind of thing, you could buy loads of fresh, nice frozen or fresh ingredients. Um, I do think buying frozen is the cheapest way. Like frozen veg is way cheaper than fresh, I think. But that for me, it's because that lasts longer. Fresh veg is a bit, I might not use it all in, in time. And yeah, yeah. and if you're not a batch cooker, you're going to hire out. I'm not a batch cooker. I'd, what I cook, I eat there and then. Um, so I use my freezer a lot for that kind of thing. Um, your lean meats, they can, they can be a little expensive if you get like loads. But if, again, if you're planning, that's where you're not going to, I don't buy what I don't need for that week. You know, and although earlier on I said I plan maybe one or two days at a time, I plan a whole week meal-wise, so I know what I'm eating that week. I just don't plan, I'm having that on Monday, I'm having that on Wednesday, that on Friday. I just yeah. have 21 meals planned. And then I wake up one day and go, right, I fancy that breakfast, that dinner, that tea, and I've got the food in because I've, I've done me, me online, I've, I've went to the shop for that week. Um, it, it doesn't even have to be that structured, though, does it, Adam? If 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 all you, if you know that all you've got in is some, you know, five percent pork, some chicken, some turkey, 
and, and, and a couple of boxes of frozen veg or whatever. Or you can only eat healthy from that, can't you? It's it's, it's quite hard to go off the rails. So yeah. again, if you just change the the buying habit, that's that's probably is 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 it harder or easier to get caught up on impulse when you do an online shopping? Feels like I it should think, be easier because you just got to list the stuff and just click repeat. But I'm not sure if it's. I think it's like easier to buy rubbish and things that you might not even want in the shop, like because you've got it. it it's at the tills, so you could have done all your help, like all your shopping, got everything you needed, but then because you're at the till and you get slightly stressed because there's a queue, or you get stressed because maybe you feel like it's just taken too long, or you know you want a timetable and there's a technical problem. With the till, I've worked in retail before. Sometimes it's not, you know, sometimes it's the technology that's the issue. Um, or the card machine's not working. Um, and then you might just pick up that crunchy or whatever is next to the till because you're just feeling so stressed. Whereas if you're doing an online shop, it, it's just, it's not there. I don't type in on the online shop, I'll not type in chocolate. It's not on my favourites. It's not, It's nowhere on me. You've never, you've never, you've never impulse searched for a crunchy yeah, whilst exactly. doing the shop, have you? Yeah. Whereas in the shop, it's much, I mean, you've got aisles, you've got sections where it's like, it's almost like there's something in that aisle that just drags you to it. Um, so whereas online shopping, you can stay away from those danger aisles and do it that way. So I tend to get me, me big shop, like me main shop for me meals, I tend to do online. That's what the pandemic has taught us. Um, so I need to do online shopping for that. Um, but then me snack kind of stuff, that's where I might go to the corner shop um, and get like me snacks for that day. If it's chocolate or crisps, I'll go just to get that day. Yeah, again, chocolate, crisps, beef burger. We're eating everything here, aren't we? It's crazy. Uh, definitely. I, I don't do curries and things because I don't do spicy food. Um, but I'm definitely a carboholic which isn't necessarily amazing for my diabetes. But um, thanks to carb counting, I can have me, I can be a carboholic and still control my diabetes. So what's what what what's what's the one thing that if someone said you can never have that again, you 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 would cry uncontrollably. Pasta. Uh, <laughs> even yeah, even exactly. over chocolate, pasta, like I, oh I I just love pasta. Even just on its own, I don't, I don't have to put any sauce on or whatever. I literally just love pasta. Um, I always have. Uh, I could take a leaf pasta. It's funny, isn't it? I love yeah, it. I, I don't like, like wholemeal pasta. Got to say, um, but I love pasta. I do like a mac and cheese. Good, good you know, mm. topped off. Definitely with cheese. Pasta yeah, with cheese. Yeah. There's, there's no better combination. Yeah, yeah. Cheese is the thing that I think I'm struggling with the most because I, I could eat a block of cheese and I wouldn't wouldn't think about it. But uh, can can quite just eat a big block of cheese when you're trying to watch what you eat, can you? Yeah, I mean that's um, one of the things. Again, like I I do I like my cheese to go on any well anything really. I put it on top of chips, on burgers, on pasta. I'll put it on literally everything. Um, even if I buy like a, a ready meal, if it if it needs cheese on, I'll stick the cheese on. Um, even a lasagna ready meal, like if I've had one of them, I'll stick cheese on top, like to get that extra cheese in. Um, but I have to buy pre-measured amounts. I know that's one of me me habits would be, even if I cut off the right amount, I've still got it there in front of us. So I might just have a little bit extra as I put it back in the fridge. Whereas if it's yeah. pre-measured, 
it's easy, quick. I don't, you know, I'll only eat that bit that's already pre-measured at that time. So, yeah, surely it's it's physically impossible for someone to grate out, you know, 25 grams of cheese and then have like an inch of cheese left and put that away. Exactly. exactly. Just, that gets lost on the way to the fridge, doesn't it? Definitely. Yeah. And normally I, I blame it, like the family when they visited for a weekend. I'm like, yep, that's when the cheese has disappeared. It's them. But no, it's, it never is. And that's where going back to an earlier point about tracking things. That's when you can actually realise that it's you eating that, not the, not really the people you live with. What's the what's 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 the biggest challenge for people sharing meals with with, with family members? Then Adam, because I remember as a kid, my mother would come in, oh gosh, she's on a diet again, and we'd all be on a diet. And then of course, looking back, we we probably nagged her to get off the diet so we could have more chips and crispy pancakes and crap like that, you know. Um, what 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 what's what's the easiest what, the thing that would help someone in that situation? Because I presume the group's great and having all the knowledge, but you've still got the immediate people around you that can derail you quite easily, haven't you? Yeah. If you if you could take the group home with you, that you know it's, it's brilliant. Um. But yeah, I think it's um, I'm, I'm quite in in my house. I'm very you know if I'm cooking, everyone's eating what I'm cooking but also I'm I'm not like I don't go home and go right we're having a slim and world spaghetti bolognese tonight it it's not a slim and world spaghetti bolognese it's just spaghetti bolognese it, the, the kids don't know whether it's got oil in or not the kids don't know whether it's dried pasta or fresh they I might measure my well I will measure my cheese that I put on top but I won't measure the kids' cheese that I put on top yeah. you know they if I'm doing a lasagna, again, they don't know that it's 5% mint. They just know it's mint. They don't know that I've not cooked it in oil. You know, they, they don't know I've measured my cheese out. So, and they know I do cinnamon world. Obviously, I'm a consultant, so they know. But I'm not, even when I was just a member, I never advertised the fact that, like, that we're having cinnamon world burger and chips tonight. It would just be, I'd text them going, right, we're having a dirty burger with chips tonight. Um, you know, so it just... It, it was always normal, um, just cooked a bit of a different way. Um, and then I, I am a bit, if the kids don't want to eat what I eat, they can, well, I, I was going to say they can starve. That's probably a bit evil. They, they can um, go home. They can yeah. go home. Is that, um, is that... <laughs> normally that's when the brother will then cook something for them because I'll, I'll just, I do refuse. I get that that could be difficult if maybe you're a single parent, for instance, um, or if the other adult in the house is at work or something. But I do think it's it's real, like making sure that they know it's still normal food and not advertising it as I'm on a diet now. I'm it's I'm going to be eating salad and lettuce and it should be normal, enjoyable food that everybody in the household can eat. The only thing that really should make any kind of weight loss difficult is if somebody in the house has an allergy, because that's when you will need to cook different things or yeah. make sure that nothing is like is um, cross-contaminated. Um, but if there's no allergies food-wise in the house, you know, if you make a lasagna, you can make that one lasagna for the whole whole family. They might have oven chips with theirs. I might have cinnamon world chips with mine. But the bulk of the meal is the, the same. So, you know, and I might have two trays in the oven, one with my chips on, one with their chips on. But again, it's it's still all cooked at the same time, and yeah, you're not you're not really doing any more work, really, are yeah. you? It, or it's it's a marginal difference, really, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And do you, do you, do you find, um, or, or did you find then, Adam, that people just keep saying to you, oh, you've lost too much weight now, when are you going to stop? A lot of people say that, and, and they say that to a lot of, a lot of members as well. Um, can, can we just be open and say, is it normally fat people? And I, and I, and I, and I say that as a, as a still yeah. relatively fat, but former very fat person. You know um, what, it can be both. Like, honestly, it can be both. I've, I've definitely had it from both sides. I think it's sometimes people who haven't had a weight issue say to people who have lost weight that it's been too much because they don't, they've never saw you. You know, none of my friends or family, I didn't grow up slim. I didn't grow up healthy or anything. I've always been overweight. So then when I got, when I lost weight and it me lightest, everyone was a bit like, Adam, it's too much. You're losing too much. Like, well, actually, you just don't, I've never looked like this. So you don't know. And that's where we always say it's got to be when you're happy. We do, obviously, we have that, we do have a BMI range. And obviously, nobody can go below a healthy BMI. Um, but other than that, it, with us, the target's always the person's choice. So as long as you're happy, and I always try and stress to my members, it's like not just happy with necessarily the number that you see, because sometimes we're never going to be happy with the number that we see. But what you need to think of is, are you going to be happy, you know, when you go on holiday and you're on the beach, are you going to feel happy and confident? Are you going to feel happy walking into that party wearing that dress? Are you going to be happy, you know, running around with the kids at the park? Have you got the energy to do that? And that's kind of, that plays a part in deciding what your target is as well, not just, I want that number. I do think it's like, how will you, how do you feel mentally at, at the weight that, you, that you're at? Um, but then, yeah, there is sometimes when people aren't losing weight and you are, you, you can get a bit of, I suppose a bit of jealousy comes into it um, because you, you're obviously eating all this food and losing weight um, and they've maybe tried other things and it just, maybe they've done the restrictive bit. I think it's it's people who have tried something quite restrictive. They like, can uh, be a the, bit more... The extreme versions you've been. Yeah. So, oh, I'll do something really extreme for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Definitely. So you do get it from both, but that's why you've just got to remember what you want and how you feel at the weight that you're at. It's your body. It's your life. It's your future. So as long as you're happy, that's what matters. Do you, do you think having a simple motivation is something that 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 that, that can make a big difference here as well, Adam? Because if except, except, I don't want to name anyone, I don't want to say anything too close to anything that would give someone away, but I, I, I know you will will have members who are on their own in the house, largely on their own all day, and 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 you've got you've got everything else to you know put up with. And then also you're trying to do something, which is quite hard anyway for a lot of people. Um, I don't really know what my point is I'm, I'm trying to get here, but it, it's, yeah. Motivation's not always easy. Like, that's, what, that's where I was, yeah. If, yeah, if you've like got motivation's not, if, not an automatic thing. It, like you, you're going to have weeks, you're going to have days, you're going to have months where you're not feeling motivated. That That's just life. You know, life isn't perfect. So even though you want something, it doesn't mean that you you can always put the steps in place to get it. Sometimes you have to keep working at it and you have to realise that, okay, I'm not feeling it at the moment, but if I give up, I'm just going to go the opposite way 
and that's where again with me a lot of the time it's not weight loss is what we want for everybody of course it is but also I want them to live a life and I want them to on certain times if they're not feeling motivated I just try to help them keep some form of control so that then when the motivation comes back they they haven't got like a mountain to climb there's just a molehill you know it's yeah, much easier if we've just gained a pound or two to get rid of that when motivation's back rather than you know if we've gained stones it, it then it's a whole other thing isn't you, it? Mentioned, so, you mentioned you mentioned life being a roller coaster earlier i'm glad you didn't start singing mind you but <laughs> it did um, come to my mind <laughs> yeah but a ronin never goes wrong um of course you've, you've got the roller coaster of life generally but in in weight you get people who very definitely yo-yo don't you Mm-hmm. 100%. That circle, uh, you know, and it is a vicious circle because you, you haven't just got, there's so many negative things with when we gain weight and then lose it, gain and lose it, yo yo dieting, you know, it's not exactly healthy for us to, to yo yo diet. Um, but a lot of yo yo diets, it's where it's very restrictive and then you go and end up eating what you want. Then there's loads of restriction. That's a really dangerous yo-yo dieting with the plan that i follow i don't lose every week of course i don't because sometimes you know life is life um but it's not yo-yoing as such because i'm still overall eating quite healthily it's just sometimes i've had maybe a few too many calories and that's fine but there'll be other weeks where i've managed to drop the calories because i've i've done the plan a little bit more focused and i've lost the weight um so motivation can be difficult but it it's not easy for people who are on their own some people think it's easy when you're on your own some people think it's it's harder when you've got a family it can be hard for anybody i i do live with the brother and the kids do come probably like most weekends um but monday to friday i'm essentially on my own because me my brother works like night shifts and stuff so i'm in bed and it's like passing ships in the night or whatever the saying is um, so I essentially, through the day, I'm on my own. So I, I could easily go and get a Subway foot long every day and I could go and get chocolate from the corner shop and nobody would know. And yeah. that's the danger bit of being on your own. Yes, I can cook the meals that I want to have and I can eat what I want. But if you're not feeling motivated, what you might want to eat isn't necessarily healthy. When you're motivated, you, you eat healthily. When you're not motivated, it's so easy to go down the wrong track. And then the same when you've got a family, it might be like you said before, you know, kids and stuff, they might be the people that are kind of bringing you off plan because they don't want to eat salad and stuff like that. And that's where it can be difficult when you've got family and friends or socialising. But it's just realising that you don't have to choose the salad when you're out for a meal. You don't have to choose fruit and veg you know all day while the kids are having chocolate and whatever you can have it's a balance of yeah. of everything really what's the what, what's the biggest myth that you find in adam when when you know a new member walks in someone's persuaded them along or they've got a flyer anyway they've turned up and at the end of the end of the meeting what's the weirdest question you've had because because a lot of people must just go look is it just all salad because that's not me but you must get some, you must get some weird stuff. There must be some good tales, some interesting. God, it's hard. I've done this job for like nine years as well, or something. I think um, there's there's been a lot. I mean, 
really common ones is the thing about um, that you can't eat as much as you want. And obviously that's not what we say. We're not saying go and eat 20 bags of pasta. What we're saying is there's three steps to follow. Follow those three steps and you will lose weight. Um, and it's not restrictive because when it's restrictive, that's when you're going to want to go and eat high calorie things, you know. Um, so people are saying that you can't eat all this and lose weight. Where look at all of the members. Obviously you can. Um, and also letting them like making them realize that it's not just magic we do have nutritionalists that check and verify everything that slimming will do so it is you know backed up by science basically um and then activity wise there's a there's always a massive myth around muscle weighing heavier than fat oh i've gone for a walk so that's why i've gained two pounds this week because i've done a bit more walking because I've built more muscle. Well, no, like two pound of fat, two pound of muscle, are both two pounds. They don't weigh different. They look totally different, but they don't weigh different. So we don't gain weight because we gain muscle. Unless you're a bodybuilder and you're literally, you know, doing bodybuilding you've got, you've training. You've got to build a canny bit of muscle, um, haven't you? I, th- I think yeah. I even fell for that one, Adam. You, 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 if, you, if you search through our messages probably six months ago, I was like, Adam, I'm, I'm, I'm slowing down, but I'm doing loads more exercise. Could it be that? Then I remember you just kind of went, uh, no. Just just stick with it. You'll come out the other end. And it's other stuff. That probably the fact that I was doing loads more exercise, so I was probably eating more and not counting it. Mm-hmm. I was probably tricking myself in some other way, yeah. But, uh, definitely. Yeah. So there's definitely an activity one. Um, and I suppose as well, like, I, I don't think people realise that with our plan it's not we help with the food i think everyone knows slimming world because of the food like when anyone mentions slimming world it's like oh that's the one you can eat as much pasta as you want on um and it's actually well yeah it's a free food which means it's low in calorie it's filling it's satisfying and you're less likely to overeat there's a whole science behind that um but also it's it's thinking of the psychological stuff we we deal with the psychological issues that's what we have over 50 years of experience in now so and that's what the group element does it the pack will tell you about the food and and the drinks and things like that it'll give you the three steps of the plan but the the pack it gets you into the psychological stuff a little bit but again it's being with the group of people where we can ask certain questions, we can ask those, you know, empowering, thought-provoking questions um, that really get you to think, that really get you to raise that awareness. So I think most people don't realise that we have that experience, that just think of us as, eat as much as you want, lose weight, when actually there's a whole other side to to Slimming World, so... I mean, the meeting that you actually call the meetings, is it, is it body therapy, image therapy? Uh, so it's called image therapy, um so it's individual motivational and group experience um that's what it stands for but but, but therapy is the key bit there though isn't it it's 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 not just a chin wag it's not a win it's it's, i like to make it a bit of both so we have a bit of a social oh we know you can talk adam we know know you can talk yeah (laughs) so it's social it's fun um, because i do think just like being at school those lessons that you enjoyed you learned more you wanted to go back to you, you know, you did well in them. Um, they were probably the the subjects as well that I, I chose for GCSEs and A-levels and stuff. 
Whereas the lessons that I didn't have fun, the the lessons that I didn't enjoy, they cannot wait until I can drop these off me, off my radar. So it's the same with Seven World. I like to make it fun, but also, you know, when I need to get serious with members and and ask those questions that make them think. And it's it's not necessarily to you'll not necessarily always get the answer there, but it's about giving them that time to think and then you might have to continue thinking on the way home and when you get home but we've just started to unlock the the mind a little bit um in group so it's individual motivation because hopefully everybody gets a, a dose of motivation and then you've got the group experience where you know you'll get that help and support and and ideas not just about food and drink but also about habits how to change them what to change what to try that kind of thing so yeah and what what worked for others and what didn't work for others as well which, which is invaluable i think that, that that's the key thing that i i find is so, c- c- i might not always agree with the way you say something but if someone else in there has a great idea and we get the same result it doesn't matter exactly there's no you monopoly have... on who's got the right idea is there yeah like i've, I've always said one-on-one it, it it's okay but i have one or two ideas i don't have Similar consultants don't literally have the answer to everything, even though people seem to think that we do. All that we have is questions that we can ask everybody that then gets all of the ideas and all of the answers shared. So those 20 people that are in the room, those ha- that's 20 ideas. You might have to try 19 of them before you find the one that works for you. But because they're all in the room and they're sharing them, you've got all those different things to try one of them will work. You just don't know which one. Whereas, like I say, if it's one-on-one, I might not be able to come up with an idea that's going to help, you know. Or I might just put it across in a way that you haven't quite understood it, whereas somebody else might put it across it in a different way and, and it it makes more of a, a relevance to you. Do you know what I mean? So, Especially someone like you who's got three different groups in, in, in very different areas. And, and, and I know I know the palette is different in each of your areas, isn't yeah. it? I do love them all. I, I find it hilarious. <laughs> I just I, I do I have a bit of fun. I do wind up um, my groups quite a bit, um, but yeah, I get away with it. Good. All right. Well, listen, Adam, that that that, that that's been great, and um, hopefully, people have got something from that that gives them the nudge they need, or a bit of inspiration, a bit of motivation. Um, what's, the, what, what's, what's the easiest way to reach out if people want to learn more? Just go onto the Simon World website um, and there's a find your group, a group search. Um, put your postcode in and it'll bring up all of the local groups. It'll bring up the consultants with their phone numbers. Um, and what that can do as well is you might, you might put your work postcode in. So some people will do it where they live or some people might do it where they work. You don't have to live right next to the group that you attend. Just make what would say is try to make it a group that you can regularly attend. Because if you go weekly, there's consistency, and make, that's how make, you'll make get it easy. You don't, yeah. you don't want to travel nine miles to get the group to you if you can avoid it because you're less. But it, if it's raining, if it's snowing, if it, you know if you've had a stressful day, if the group is close to you, it's better. But sometimes as well, people don't want to go somewhere where the next door neighbour might go. So that's where you might put your postcode in where you work and you've got more options there. But like once that. you go to like one, that. you can go to any. 
So you don't want to you don't want to turn up and get weird. It's all it's all private though, isn't it? You know, I've noticed yeah. one thing you're very good at is you ne- you never say oh and Betty's down to fourteen stone now. Mm-hmm. You never we don't say ever that. We don't read out. Um, nobody sees. Start the end or never announced, are they? Yeah. Nobody sees what you weigh um, either at the scales or during the group. We talk about the losses um, because that's that's what we're celebrating. Um, if the member wants to share the weight, that's their choice. But yeah, yeah we never ever share someone's weight, so totally private. Okay. But yeah, I've right. got a group at the bottom of my street, but I don't go to that one. I go to a one that's about 15 minutes away. So it's still quite close, but um, I didn't go to a one that was on my doorstep. Is that because they didn't, they didn't want you there, presumably, Adam? Is it, uh, Possibly. Um, I, I, I would just, imagine I you're know. quite an awkward punter as a user of the, the experience. I can be. I definitely can be. All right. Well, listen, Adam, thanks very much. That's, that's been great. Um, thank you very much, Adam Redshaw, Slimming World Consultant and previous man of the year. Thank you very much.